When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, what you need to know today is something that is very important and near and dear to me. I'm sure you've seen it all over social media, but if you haven't, today is World Mental Health Day, a marker first recognized in 1992 that has taken on added meaning in recent years as more attention has been paid to the need for better mental health. It's an important reminder to check in on your own mental health and note if you are struggling, it's okay to ask for help or support. We also need to encourage others in our life to do the same. So... Social stigmas about mental health are improving, but more work still needs to be done. And of course, now there is a dedicated number to call when you have a mental health emergency in the U.S. Dialing 988, just like 911, but it's 988, will connect you to the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. And for more resources on mental health, I encourage you to check out WMHDofficial.com, which is WorldMentalHealthDay.com, official.com, sorry, for uh, more resources, like I said. Great. Thanks, Linz. You're that welcome. is what what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I don't know if you heard, My uh, one of my children may need a uh, mental health day or a physical health day as he, uh, I don't know if you heard the screaming in the background. In the yeah, what's segment. going on there? What's what's happening in the Sedano house? Uh, Mateo fell down the uh, short steps uh, to come down uh, here on the way to the garage. So. Mm-hmm. It was like four steps. Not that, you know, not like he fell down the whole thing. Like no big deal. Just, you know, fall down eh, the stairs. Shake You're, it fine. Off, kid. You're fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. he's fine. Clearly Tough he's guy, fine. Huh? I mean, he's kind of thick. <laughs> he is kind of a thick little guy, isn't he? He's thick. He can hand, he can you know he can take a he's bounce a, he's around a, a little bit, huh? Physical type, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so anywho, yeah. In the interim, Cappy, yeah. talk um, to me. Tell me. Talk to me. This weed thing, like, can we just get you back on the weed. What, I'm what, I'm what, I'm what gonna get to back on it. it. You know what I did was George, as I told you that I um I had to get off the weed completely. Now, because, what was the re- oh? Because of the diet. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, I, you know, I had this life insurance uh, policy thing. Yeah. And a test for for life insurance. You know. Oh. So yeah. so, here, right. so here's was what this happens. when your doctor said you need you're like fat and disgusting and whatever you said. Well, that's kind of what happens. You know, when I go see my doctor and um and so uh so I had this life insurance test and the, the person comes to my house right and they do all your vitals you know and yeah. they take some blood and they take a urine and specimen and so on. And uh, they come back to me like, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, this life insurance company, they go, yo, um, so do you use cannabis products? And I'm like, um, yeah, what's the problem? They're legal. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. You can, it's not a problem at all. It's just that the amount. <laughs> why does your mind the, immediately go to, I'm not going to jail, right? <laughs> right, right. I was like, what? Why are you judging me? You know, they're like, no, it's fine. You, you can use cannabis. I mean, we ask you if you use alcohol. We ask you if you use cannabis. You were like, yeah, occasionally. But the, the urine specimen would suggest that this is a uh, this is a ridiculous amount, you know. It just doesn't make sense. Heavy for a, usage for a guy, right? For a guy who says he does it maybe once a month, that it just doesn't make any sense to us. Yeah. Right? Why did you lie to them? They said that it was once a month because I'm, I don't know. There's a stigma, you know. I mean, they're so, doctors, like they're medical people. They're gonna know. So, th- so I go okay. I, I said, all right, I'm gonna take the test again. So I wait. I don't know whatever it is a month or two, right? Yeah. And now I I take the test again. So that morning. I drink this substance. Right. I was I, just going to say, get one of those teas, man. Okay. So I, I ordered one of those teas on like Amazon. 
they give you the instructions. They're like, hey, it's 32 ounces. It doesn't taste great, but you got to drink it. Yeah. And I drank it. And, and then the person the person came to my house and they they did the examination right and um, I get the results back and they're like um so there's more creatine in your system than any human being that we've ever tested before <laughs> and I'm like creatine I don't take creatine and then I realized that whatever that crap was that I drank to mask the weed must have been like filled with creatine right so I'm I'm over two on these life insurance tests yeah. And um, and so finally, I'm like my 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 life insurance guy says to me, he goes, "Are you like serious right now? You cannot not smoke." I'm like, "Of course I can." He's like, "Well, then do it." So on September 6th, I stopped, and I had my uh, examination on. I want to say it was like October 4th, 5th, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I've been off of it. But the thing is, is that when you quit something cold turkey, and yeah. you don't like, it's not around you anymore. Yeah. Like I have no desire anymore. Right. Like, I literally have no desire. Except I realize you're acting crabby. Well, I mean, I'm a little crabby, yeah. I mean, I admit that. Yeah. I acknowledge that. Yeah. Um. So, are you going to be crabby if... <laughs> are you going to be crabby if the Dodgers happen to lose this series or if the Padres happen to lose this series? What are you saying? Just asking your question. People on the streets are wondering. What do they want to know? They want to know. What side you want? Well, George, you and I have had this conversation in the past, have we not? I've told well, you, you about you my are, disdain for the we, for the Padre organization. I've explained to you. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, hold on. But yeah. you know, a lot of people here are tuning in for the first time. You oh, know okay. Yeah, now okay. I know that you are a notable Charger hater and like yes. you know proud, uh, you know card carrying member of the Pre- president I, of the club. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So does that There's extend, even a T shirt to go with it? Yeah, we've seen the T shirts. Yes, trust me. Um, does this extend to the Padres as well? Am I a Padre hater like I'm a Charger hater? Yeah. Oh, gosh, no. No, 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 no. Mm. No, 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 no. Um, look, I've told this story before. When I moved to Southern California in 2001, mm. I came to work for a radio station called Extra Sports 690. Old school sports radio listeners will know it. And I remember being the very first interview I did. Bruce Bochy was the manager of the Padres back then. I worked in association with the Padres from Boach. about two right from about 2001 to about 2017. I worked in some relationship with the Padres. And George, let me explain something to you. You talk about today being World Mental Health Day. That's yeah. a very very depressing existence when you are around an organization that stinks every single year. That when spring training was over, so was the season. Okay, it was it was that bad. There were a couple of years, I want to say like 05, 06, you had a pitcher like Jake Peavy, you had a closer like Trevor Hoffman. Yeah. They had decent enough teams, but that's only because everybody else in the NL West stunk. You you made it into the playoffs with a sub 500 record. So I was in business with these guys forever and they were terrible. I had season tickets, I couldn't give them away, let alone resell them, right? So then in about 2016 or 17, they hired this guy to be their marketing guy, and this guy decided, you know what we need to do? We need to move from the AM dial over to the FM dial because that's going to make our audience a lot younger sounding, uh, and and we're going to get young people to listen to baseball on the radio. And I'll tell you, man, um, it was the worst. Like, being in business with those guys, every time you said something critical, you think the Lakers get on you? Oh, my God, dude. The, the Padres could have been 0 and 100, and they expected me to go on the radio and say they're going to win the World Series. So they literally nitpicked every single thing that I said. I, I would say to them all the time, 
would you guys stop acting like you're the Lakers? You're the Padres. So I had a I'm very... I'm sure that went over really well. Oh, it didn't go over well at all. You know, not, yeah. not really at all. Yeah. So I had a very big problem uh, with the Padre organization, particularly when they were like, hey, after all these losing years, now we're going to go over to the FM dial and we're going to suck over there too. And then all of a sudden, here's what happened. Because you have to understand, George, San Diegans were brainwashed that the Padres will never be able to compete with the Dodgers for one reason. Do you have any idea what that is? Money. Of course. Why? Why will the Padres never be able to compete with the Dodgers over money? Why is that? Why would that uh, be? Because it's not L.A.? The way the previous Padre ownership would put it is, the Dodgers have a $300 million cable television deal. They do, yeah. And the Padres have a $50 million cable television deal. So right. because theirs is so much bigger, we'll never be able to compete. And you want to know what the truth is, George? That was a sure. lie. Oh. That was an unadulterated lie. What, what part was the lie? That they could never compete financially. You want to know why? Why? It took an owner with money right. and guts and desire right. to say, you know what? Let's put together a $230 million payroll. Yeah. Not, a, not a $45 million payroll. Okay. So this is a long way to get around to say what? To say that you know that I have a problem with the Padre organization. Okay. So where are you leaning? Well, what do you think? I don't know. You tell you me. You were wearing that ugly chain shirt. Ooh. I can't freaking find the picture. I was going through our stuff. So I feel like you already told us many, many times. Well, what do you think? You know what? There's a saying in Spanish. Dime con quien andas y te digo quien eres. My mother mm -hmm. would say that to me all the time growing up. Every day, practically. <laughs> never really knew what it meant. She never told me. Mm. What does it mean? Dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Yeah. I know. I would be like, Mom, stop saying that to me. I don't know what it means. <laughs> she would never tell now, me. Now, do you want to hold this off to tomorrow as well? I mean, you the games to... don't start till tomorrow, which, by the way, you can hear right here beginning at 630, the Dodgers and Padres game. Well, I, I've explained to you that I have a real problem with the Padre organization, right? Right. Okay. So that means you're a Dodger? Well, I don't know if I'd say that. Wait. Whoa, now, whoa. Now, now, you know that I've raised four kids that if you were to go onto their Instagram right now, they're, they've right. all got like... Things that say Padres clinch or Padres move on. I mean, right, right. I, my, my son's got a tattoo jersey. Well, but there's jersey. nothing, you, you know, I mean, look, like we've learned in Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon, you know, there's, not, there's only so much you can do about your kids sometimes. That, that is fair. That is accurate. Yeah. But what you're saying to me is, am I a Dodger fan or am I a Padre fan? For this series. And I'm saying to you, what do you think? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. Well, I mean, should I, should I bandwagon and and try and like play to everybody and go Ooh, no yay, no i like... think you be you bro i think i'd be me too yeah suelta lombredinos like see? just tell us see you're like taking too long bro i'm just yeah, asking you the a chase. question yeah. I'm just you, asking you root you... for the padres we're guessing based on your yeah. instagram alone i'm guessing you're rooting for the padres what and did that's my instagram okay. say what does my I instagram say i don't know i remember seeing like before you worked on our show mm -hmm. yes you wore yeah. that that was like a thing i guess it must have been a bit on your other show that you wore a t-shirt with the, the chain the what did they call that the rally chain or something the, like that whatever was gonna the help them win yeah. well, whatever work. they were called <laughs> what was it called uh, it was a t-shirt with a picture of a chain on it yeah, it was called yeah, the swag chain okay the, the swag, swag chain, chain. and it That's didn't right. give them any of that so no you know, no it did not no it did not in fact yeah. it got them trolled by the la librarians yeah oh the librarians, <laughs> the librarians yeah. are dope man the la librarians <laughs> were like hey um san diego 
So you're celebrating in June with your swag chain, and here we are in September, and you're sitting at home laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, the the librarians, librarians are, uh, like, you know on Twitter, they go back and forth, right? Like the library like of L.A. or whatever, yeah. a team they're yeah. playing. Yo, L.A. library goes hard. They I really like do. I like it. Cap, for what it's worth, like, if that's your team, root for your team. Yeah. If, I mean, if the it, Dodgers look, play Lynn's the Indians. Lynn's goes with the yeah. Gardos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for the Dodgers unless they play, they the, play Gardos. the Gardos. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's if they play the Gardos, all the gloves are off. For exactly. Lynn's. And but she's been honest about that. That'll be right. fun. That'd be so fun. So what is your what is your position? Well, what do you think? I you know what? I gotta oh, go to break. Gela. I can't finish the rest of that. I get fired. Yeah. Don't I'll do dump that. you, Laura. If I had you to have dump a dump. You can't no, dump I, me. I, don't <laughs> I, don't I was just going to say. I'll dump you, girl. <laughs> no, you can't. All right, coming up next, Cappy, there's been a lot of talk about Draymond Green, but our guy Stephen A. Smith said there's a path for Draymond to leave the Warriors, and it may be to everyone's favorite team. Now, is that a good thing? We'll find out. We'll discuss next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What you say? Are you going to say that to Christopher tomorrow? It depends. I'm not sure yet. There's a part of me that's thinking that I'm going to tell him, no, stay. I'm going to give you a ride home. No, I am. I'm going to give you a ride home. And then when we get off the air and the train has already left, then I'm going to leave him behind. There's a part of me that's thinking that. Well, you know, Crypto Ray and Beto have both said they would take him home. That's I very got sweet. Chris. No worries. I actually just sweet. got a funny, uh, a funny Photoshop from Beto, which I will post in the uh, in the circle of trust. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to put it in there now. Beto Duran might be the biggest fan of this show than anybody I know. More than Big E, more than Crypto Ray, uh, more than Casper Villa. More than Dead Meow 5. I mean, there may not be anybody who listens more to this show than Roberto Duran. Cabeza de de something. De Piedra? Si. Thank you. Isn't it Manos? Well, no, that's that's, that's, that's Roberto Duran. He's hard-headed. Right, right. Cabeza. I know what he meant, but he's not. Yeah. Oh, Oh, the Raiders just dropped. Mac Hollins had a huge deep ball. Just hit him right in the chest and pop off. Would you please stop doing this to me? You know you're like 15 seconds ahead of me all the time. All right, my how many you, has it happened yet? All right, here's what's going on. It's uh, here's Carr dropping back. <laughs> you're still like 45 seconds. Looking behind. deep, hits number 10 right in the hands, Matt and he Collins. drops it. So how yeah. far behind do you think I am? That's easily like 30 to 45 seconds. All right, 
Well, that's what's happening. That was happening to me over the weekend because I was um, out running errands, listening to the Guardians game on the MLB app. The Gardos. Well, at least the beginning of it, because you know it was like a six-hour. You game. did not listen to fifteen innings, I'm assuming. Uh, yes. Well, I, well, I like listen and then I watch and then I I listen and then I left again and like, but anyway, yeah, my whole family, I had to turn off my text notifications because I was getting all these texts from our group texts and everything with my, you know, fellow Gardos fans, and I was like, okay, I need to just turn my notifications off and not look at my phone because it's going to spoil the whole game for yeah. me. Great, great start to the game by the Raiders. That's all I'll say. I would love to see the Raiders pull a massive upset here. But I mean, on the road in Kansas City at yeah, Arrowhead. Did they win there last year? I think they did. Yeah. So it, it's not like they haven't. They did. It's yeah. just that um, it's just not likely. You no, know? it's definitely not likely for sure. By the way, I do have an. Un- I don't know if I have an underdog fantasy read today, but I've been messing with the underdog fantasy higher lower game. I've got the, here. You want to know what I got today? Tell me. Here's the action I got today. Um, Derek Carr. Hold on, I'll read this. Derek Carr, under 38 and a half passing attempts. Under? Lower. Sorry, lower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sky Moore, who's their punt returner, lower than 20 and a half receiving yards on underdog fantasy in their pick'em game. Uh, Travis Kelsey, this one could be tough. Lower seven receptions. Josh Jacobs, higher than 15 and a half rushing attempts. And then this is my wild card, Isaiah Pacheco. Higher than 22 and a half rushing yards. Now, he got in the game last week, Pacheco, and got some decent chunk yardage for them, including a touchdown, if I recall correctly. So, we'll see. But Edwards Alaire getting the start on this one. But I'm, I'm in, I've been addicted this weekend to this higher or lower game on uh, this pick'em game on Underdog Fantasy. I'm telling you. I must have sat on Saturday night, without exaggeration, I must have watched about six hours of TV on Saturday night. I was up in Boise visiting my daughters. Yeah. This I, is my, after or before the Redeem team? No, this is during the Redeem team. I'm telling you, dude, I've, I just, my daughter was like, Dad, come on, we're going to go to the game, we're going to party. I'm like, I don't want to go see Fresno State against Boise State. You'll have to excuse me. Oh, they went to the game and you didn't? So, well, my older daughter did. My two other daughters who were younger, they're like, Dad, we need some pizza and we need to go home and relax for a little while. So I'm like, all right. So then we went back to the house, and they they both passed out. And I watched so much football, and then I watched the Redeem team. I watched baseball. I mean, I just watched so I, – I haven't sat on a couch for that amount of time in ages. George, it's so bad that on the way up to Boise, um, on the uh, Alaska Airlines, like, free – um, you know, movies that they give you. I started. Oh, Alaska's. I love Alaska Airlines. Yeah, it's a lot better than Spirit. <laughs> yeah, no question. But I watch. I started watching Better Call Saul. Have you ever seen that at all? I've not. No, I've never. I'm not in the Breaking Bad universe. So I watched. I think the first episode when it first came out. And I was like, yeah, this is slow and boring. I probably watched five or six episodes of that this weekend too. Good for you. Yeah, was that good? Yeah, and good for the Raiders. I'll tell you in a minute. Well, you'll be able to tell us in a minute about that. Yeah, I have no idea what just happened. I mean, seriously. Like, I'm, I'm, here's what's going on right now. 12.07 to go, third and eight. Mahomes is in the shotgun formation. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Kevin Harlan. Give it Juju Smith-Schuster is in motion. Yeah. And, oh, oh, wait a second. Ah, I see what happened. I see yeah, Raiders sack. sack for Max Crosby. Yep. Yeah, see, 30 seconds behind you, every bit of it. Yeah. Max Crosby's like, I just grabbed Mahomes. I can't even throw him to the ground. Because nowadays, when you just tackle a quarterback, not helmet to helmet, not not going underneath their knees, just tackling a quarterback gets you a penalty, like what happened with Tom Brady uh, yesterday. Your boy, your boyfriend. I mean, enough. That's a joke. What they did to your boyfriend. Well, I mean, it's is it his fault or is it the referee? I mean, it's all, everyone's fault, including him. 
I think the referee feels bad for him. The referee's like, dude, I heard you're getting divorced. Hey, it's 45. You're kind of looking skinny right now. Like, I don't want anybody to hurt you. Yeah. So I ripped them today on uh, Around the Horn for that. Oh, on another show, really? Yeah, on an ESPN show. Oh, okay. Well, what do you mean? You're intimating that I'm not on another ESPN show? I'm on another ESPN television show, yes. Uh huh. I'm on another ESPN radio station. Ish. Yeah. Adjacent. Mm. And are you trying to compare me doing work for around the horn to you doing the copy cast? Correct. That's right. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> that's precisely what's happening. Is right that now. gonna try to be your defense and you're out tomorrow during No, because I still don't know I still don't know the charges. Now Oh well I, uh, that's right. We gotta when I tomorrow. find out the charges tomorrow, then I'll have my defense. I feel like you're you're trying to feel it out though, is what you're trying to do. I will have my defense when the charges are levied <laughs> against me. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Laura says that they're finding pics. The, the community's finding pics of you everywhere, Cappy. Hey, guys. Um, I've lived in San Diego for 20 years, and I mentioned how I was around the Padres for a very long time. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, though, is that like if you're a Padre lifer, like if, if you live and breathe the Padres, you're a Dodger hater. Yeah. But you're I'm not like a Dodger no, hater. No, I, listen. You I like followed, Dave Roberts. He's your guy. Dave Roberts is my man. And I followed the Padres all year. I followed yeah. the Dodgers all year. And, George, what do you always say when it comes to the, the Lakers? You want the Lakers to succeed. Why? Well, it's good for business. Well, that's this is great for business. Dodgers-Padres is great for business. Dodgers-Mets, it was probably great for everybody in New York's business. But in terms of Southern California, Padres-Dodgers, this is, this is way more exciting than Dodgers-Mets, I think. I- I feel like Beto kind of defended you here because he quote tweeted Laura's tweet by saying it's like finding Mason's Clippers and Chargers picks. Now, I know Mason was a Charger fan because people found those picks, but Mason was never a Clippers fan, was he? Because that would be the ultimate. Well, I mean, listen, I was a Charger fan at one time. I'm no longer. Well, but you, you are but you are also the king of the, uh, the hater club. So. Right. So. Well, I'm the president. The king is a little bit much. Hey, king. Should make a t-shirt. Careful with that. that. You, you know, I'm just saying. You should. That. You should make a t-shirt. I think all references to haking should be on hold for 24 hours until the trial. Oh, that's true. It tomorrow. is. Uh, yeah, it's. it's I agree uh, with her. Embargoed. Embargoed. Oh, really? yeah. That's a great really? word. Yeah. Wow. Good. Access solid word. revoked. Yeah. Yeah. Embargoed. Yeah. It's like a restraining order against it. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, I can't wait for tomorrow. So, I mentioned the Lakers and Draymond. Yeah. Well, actually, I mentioned Draymond, not really the Lakers, so I gave it away. But nonetheless, Stephen A. Smith today. Our guy, Cappy. Yep. He laid it out. He thinks Draymond wants out, and he thinks he wants the Lakers. Let's hear it in Stephen A's voice. I can tell you right now that Draymond Green is expecting this to be his last year in Golden State. Now, he want to be a Laker. He ain't going to tell anybody that, but don't think I don't know. He'd prefer to be a Laker if he got to leave Golden State. Now, here's the thing. I don't, I, 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 I mean, listen, Stephen A knows a lot of stuff and I would not be surprised. And also, you know, Lindsay pointed this out. Trey Young tweeted that when all that stuff went down with him and Jordan Poole, like in real time, right, Linz? Yeah, he tweeted out, Draymond's trying to get, he's trying to play for the Lakers. Like, right. And here's that the thing. Day. Draymond, Trey, LeBron, AD, do you know what they have in common, Cappy? What do they have? They have the same agent or something? Other than being basketball players, yes. What's that? They have the same agent. Oh, I got that right. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. So, Listen, uh, let me ask you a quick question here. Mm -hmm. If I said to you today, 
that the Lakers could get Draymond Green. Forget details. Don't start with the whole who they trade. Forget all that nonsense for a second. The Lakers could get Draymond Green. You want him or do you not want him? I, I Look, he's a great player, but I think that he is not exactly what this team needs is the way I would describe it. To me, after what I saw, and by the way, um, I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I don't know if it's true or not, that the person, whoever sold the video, it was sold for over a million dollars to TMZ. Well, it depends on who you listen to. There's all sorts of numbers out there. Yeah. I, Lindsay I don't know the answers. I Van don't know Lathan what's true or not. said what, Lindsay? Van, Van Lathan said that it's probably worth like 150 k and the dude probably sold it for somewhere around like fifty to 100000 Who said yeah. that? Van Lathan. He Van Lathan, to, who used to work for TMZ. Yeah, he said based yeah. on what he knows of the situation and like working there, that's what he guessed that they probably sold it for. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Um, here's... I've always liked Draymond Green because I've always felt like, you know, teams that have an attitude guy, a guy who's sort of an enforcer, if you will, like I, I think that's a valuable guy to have on a team. However, I don't think that a guy who is a bully and I don't think that a guy who would do what he did is a guy I want on my team anymore. Now, he's kind of got one of those reputations of you hate him if he's on the other team, but you probably love him if he's on oh, your no, team. For sure. But but after what I saw, look, Jordan Poole is smaller. Jordan Poole just pushed him away like, get out of my face. And Draymond threw a sucker punch at him. Well, I wouldn't call it a sucker punch. We had this discussion on Friday when you weren't here. What would you is, call it? A sucker punch is like you hit someone like without them even knowing like that they, they like from the from behind. Well, well what would you, you know call I mean? that punch? I'm just curious. How I would, would just you call it a really vicious punch. Is Dude, I would call. call I, listen. You're you're not expecting to, to you, your hands aren't up. This is not like hey, let's do this right here and right now. This is man, get out of my face! And he pushes him away. Don't well, but expect if you push, to be punched what, in the face. I, I mean, once you push someone, one. I mean, I get what Jordan Poole did. I'm not defending Draymond, but once you put your hands on somebody, then you got to be ready to throw blows. Is what Draymond's I a bully, and Draymond picked on somebody smaller. And I well, he's I, also picked on people bigger than him I, too. I will, I will right. give him credit for one thing. At his press conference the other day, yeah. the one thing he said was, "Hey, look, if I'm Jordan Poole's mom or yeah. dad, and yeah. I saw that, like, yeah. I need to apologize to them because I assaulted their son. This was not happening in a game where fists are flying and yeah. bodies are flying. Yeah, that's your, that's your teammate, bro. No, I, I'm with you, and he he clearly is is trying to make up for that. Um, is why he's away from the team. Speaking of making it up, yeah, or, I'm or seeing making, it. Yeah, the Raiders. 30 seconds later. Boom! Touchdown, Devontae Adams! Come on, let's go Raiders. That's like a 60-yarder. That was beautiful. I mean, he had to slow down. He's like, come on, get the... It was like slow motion. Can the oh ball God, get to waited. him? Yeah, he had his guy beat by a mile. He, he waited. Um, but here's... If I'm the Lakers, I would, much, I would prioritize over Draymond Green, someone who can create their own shot on offense. I don't think the Lakers' issue is, is adding another defender um, who is hit or miss with his shot. I don't think that's what the Lakers need necessarily. I'm not saying I wouldn't take Draymond, but I think that that's not their priority. So, Yeah, I mean, if it's if we're just talking pure basketball, I don't think it's, he's a he would be a guy that you really need, but I'm just thinking about it from a, I just don't want that guy on my team after what I saw. All right, we could discuss this a little further. Radio Tinder is up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks, Christopher. Love Nintendo. By the way, Tequila Mandala, uh, I posted a little uh, something on the Instagram. Oh, and they uh, responded back mm-hmm. to you. I saw that yeah, on they Instagram. Said, they said, we love you guys too, Tequila Mandala. So maybe maybe they'll send us some more tequila, you know? So you guys yeah. took my Tequila Mandala as punishment for whatever I'm accused of. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, take... Hmm. We, we just re-gifted. Mm-hmm. We, exactly. We just, well, I mean, technically, it was never really yours. Like, it wasn't in your oh, possession. Oh, it's his Sedano's, yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't actually, in your possession. not even the case. Uh, the case was that there was um, tequila mandala. There were th- some bottles brought in for oh, you, you, George. you did not just well, actually, and then, Laura. And then, <laughs> and then there was three other He's bottles. Lucky I missed it. One of each for all of us. And then it, the question was, which one did you want? I wanted the Reposado, which I somehow came away with. Lindsay I, took oh, that bottle, put so it in my nice office. I was so nice enough. Put to actually my... give that one to you because I had yeah. taken it. Either way, either way. So it had already. It, got it was already mine. So so. Right, but right, it wasn't so in your possession. It wasn't really yours. You, you stole it. No one stole, no one stole it. Stole stole it. We no. gifted it to Ramona. Got regifted, Cap. What you do all the time? Yeah, you're a regifter. Well, wait a second. At least then give me credit that I gave it to Ramona. No, why? No, because we it was did. never in your possession. Yeah, you had nothing to do with it, Cap. That's weak sauce. By the way, before we did, we did re-gift it to her after we all partook in an We did. We Friday. had a little drink. Yeah, yeah. I, saw shot, shot, I saw yeah. those pictures, the way you guys so taunted good. me by sending me those photos. <laughs> hey, here we are, drinking your tequila mandala. Yeah. Shout out to tequila mandala. Yeah. By the way, swipe right always uh, with tequila mandala, uh, award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves, available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. And up your game. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Go ahead, Lindsay. All right, so a Pirates prospect went viral over the weekend after refusing to sign a baseball for a kid. But it's not what you think. During an Arizona Fall League game, Henry Davis wrote on a six-year-old's baseball, Stop using your kid for autos, please. Well, a nearby fan took a video of the ball and he tweeted it out. And then Henry Davis himself saw the tweet and he addressed it and tweeted, Great talking with Cash, six years old, and signing his hat. Said he didn't know my name, but his dad said he had to run across the field to get my auto. Hard to connect with fans when some make a barrier between us. I will be catching in the pen today if any kids want to come and talk ball. Do you agree with what Henry Davis did? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong here. The the ball he he wrote, the th- he was basically writing to the dad, right? Yes, on the baseball. Because Stop the kids didn't know kid who he autos. was. Right. Right, but let me explain something to Henry Davis. Most six-year-olds don't know who any mm-hmm. baseball player is. Exactly. As the as the father of an eight and a four-year-old. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, everyone here has brothers, sisters, nephews, or whatever when they were little. Uh, Cappy, you have four children who are grown now. Like, I feel like I get Henry Davis's position, but what I would say is that you know, the notion that this little kid knew who he would be is kind of silly, I think, personally. Here's another thing. Um, who is he? So not only does the kid not know who he is, but are the rest of us supposed to know who he is? And, and is his ball, like, his autograph 
worth so much right now or he's projected to be so great that one day it's going to be worth so much? I mean, bro, like, and by the way, where did this happen? Do we know where this happened? Yes, it happened, in, like I said, in an Arizona Fall League game. Oh, God. So it was, like I said, he's a he's a prospect. Yeah. He's a highly touted prospect in mm-hmm. the uh, Pirates organization. They were playing the Angels affiliate. And like I said, it was, a, it was a minor league game. And what happened was the dad was like, hey, go get that guy's autograph. And th- the issue I have with this, well, I'll let you finish your point in a sec, Cap, is I went to spring training all the time when I was younger with my dad. Like, he took me, my sisters, my brother, my uncle. My uncle still li- he he lives out in Lakeland. He goes all the time. And, like, I remember being a little kid and having my dad be like, Hall of Famer, that's a good one to get. And, like, pointing out guys' autographs, who I should get if I didn't know any better. And I remember, like, my dad got mad one time because he wanted to wait in line to, for Gaylord Perry's autograph. And I was like, Dan, I don't want to wait for it. And he's like, but you should have it. And it's like, he wasn't doing it because he wanted it for himself. He wanted us to have it. He wanted me to have this Hall of Famer's autograph, you know? So saying to a kid, like, oh, that that's blah, blah, blah. You should get him to sign your ball. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. So I don't get what the like who like yeah. you said. And, and by the way, he's he being lauded for this. Like people are like, "Good for him." Right. This, that, and the other. and I'm like, I don't get that. Yeah. Like, I I kind of wish I would have known about this story today because I would have tried to win on around the horn and taken him out. You <laughs> should you use it. I mean, use <laughs> the next around the horn because I, I I just think this guy's delusional because not every a dad who gives their kid a ball and says, "Hey, go get that guy's autograph," is using their kid. Like, right. And the, the, the cap when your kids were six years old. Let's just take Justin for example. Justin was six years old. Did he know like who base, all the baseball players were? Uh, not really. I just I what I can't get over in this story is it's like, dude, just it's a kid. Sign the ball. And by the way, if the kid goes and gives it to his dad and his dad thinks it's worth something, I mean, you know who you are. Is it really worth anything right now? By the way, anybody who's at a uh, an Arizona Fall League game. Right. No, and, be and by the way, he, he was the number one overall pick, this Davis guy. Wow. So, but, great. Awesome. Yeah. How old is this guy, I wonder? I mean, he's, he's got to be, like, in his early 20s, you know, probably well, around I, 20 years old, something like that. Yeah, but I wonder if it's even worse than that. Like, I wonder if he's, like, an 18 or a 19-year-old kid fresh out of high school. 23. Oh, all right. So he went to college, whatever. I can't remember who it was, but I remember when we were cleaning out my dad's storage unit with a whole bunch of our, like, our autographs, his old autographs, and he had, we had so many autographs between him, my brother, and I. Autograph balls of this one, like, Indian stiff. Like, he was one of those guys who was a prospect that never amounted to anything. And we had all these autographs because we loved getting his autographs because we're like, oh, we got him again. He's going to be so yeah. good. And it's just I just like, think that that's just silly to not, just because the kid said, oh, my dad said I should get your autograph. That doesn't mean that, you, right. you know, like anything other than his dad, to your point, Lindsay, his dad is saying, hey, that guy's supposed to be really good. Go get his autograph. It'd be something cool for you to have. Right. But the other like, thing is, is like, if you, if an NFL team is visiting and you know where they're staying and you show up, a lot of times there's collectors that are trying to get stuff, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that doesn't sound like this situation. No. Again, being at the an Arizona Fall League game, it's not like collectors are going there to like right. seek out this prospect's autograph. It's kind of weird. I, I think it's a jerk move. Yeah. I'm with you on that, at least based on what I know of the story. Yeah. All right. So next one. A California man is suing the North Carolina-based company behind Texas Pete Hot Sauces, claiming he was deceived into believing that he was purchasing an authentic Texas-made product when he bought a $3 bottle of the spicy sauce, even though the company has nothing to do with Texas. The class action lawsuit claims that the company put the word Texas in its sauces because it, quote, knows the state of Texas enjoys a certain mysticism and appeal in the consumer marketplace and is known for its quality cuisine, spicy food, and hot sauce. 
Um, does this lawsuit stand a chance in court, Cappy? Swipe left or swipe right? Gosh, I hope it doesn't. I'm going to swipe left and say I hope it doesn't. I mean, come on, really? Like, you can't now use the word Texas because it's a marketing tool, and if your company doesn't have anything to do with the state of Texas, that's a problem? Really? Like, why don't you read the label and see that it's from wherever, Mission Viejo, but it's just called Texas Hot Sauce. Oh, God, people are just out of their minds. Yeah, and there has, like, I guess there's a flag that kind of looks like the Texas state flag on the bottle and, and like, a cowboy-looking guy. Just because, so what? I mean, you have to to be Texas-based to use that? It's kind of like the guy who wanted to sue... Uh, Subway for saying there was no tuna in the tuna salad, but I don't know. That's different because if that's the case, I feel like that's different. <laughs> that's different. I don't know. It's kind of like um, what was that old TV commercial for? Like I think it was called Pace Picante, and they were the like, uh, when yeah. he was like, it's from New York City, right? New York City. I mean, come on, people, really? Like people will sue over anything. Yeah. By the way, Beto does say that uh, a lot of autograph seekers hound uh, the Arizona Fall League that actually most casual fans do not go to that. Uh, I don't know. But, I, I mean, nonetheless, dude, yeah. it's a six-year-old kid. Like, just sign the ball. And, by the way, he's done – I've read – I'm now reading up on this Henry Davis where he's actually signed balls for the kids and said – and, like, written their name on it. Like, you know, hey, Scott, he, you know, like – Personalize Like, Scott, it, comma, yeah. and then signs his, his – which is totally fine. Right. Like, do that then. Write the kid's name on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that way it's not – uh, he can't he can't sell it, but it's a cool thing for the kid. Not writing some thing like "Don't tell your kid to come," um, you know, ask for my autograph when he doesn't know who I am. Like that's bull. I don't like that, dude. Everything's going right for the Raiders right now. I know I'm 30 seconds behind, but everything's yeah, yeah. going right for the Raiders. Yeah, so far, yeah. And the Chiefs just missed a chip shot field goal. Yeah. Oh, Ellis Burke is uh Ellis Burke and Jarrett Wright are the ones my dad. Wait, wait, he go. just texted me because he's listening. I <laughs> found, found like 50 Ellis Burks autographed balls in storage because we thought he was going to be so good and we just wanted them. So one more, Linz, real quick. What's um, up, Daddy Baseball? Well, my last one's kind of long, so I feel like I should save it okay, for tomorrow. Okay, then save it for tomorrow. Yeah. That's fine. Save it for after the trial of the century, part two. Did you just call my dad Daddy Baseball? Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, I man. tried to just sneak right past <laughs> that. Just move on. Wow. Well, you got Lindsay Baseball and you got Daddy Baseball. Steve yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Stevie Ball. Yeah. Uh, All right. Coming up next, let's get into uh, this Raiders game. I want to kind of update people what's going on here. And look, because to me, the the season is on the line for the Raiders in a lot of ways today. Like, if you go one and four, they can be facing a very long, steep hill to climb in this scenario. So we'll get to that. Plus, I want to get into the college football weekend. UCLA and USC, Cappy, we've been talking about it. This thing could be alive and well uh, in a couple of weeks. They just got to get through one more tough game and then some, uh, in theory, not-so-tough games. But let's talk about their weekend. It's been really fun uh, to watch kind of the ascension of both these teams. We'll get into all that coming up as well. Stick around. 710 ESPN. Great cast in Boogie Nights. I did like the ending. I'm sure. I did indeed. Mark Wahlberg, Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore, John C. Riley, right? Don Cheadle, William H. Macy. Crazy. Quite a cast, cast, huh? Yeah. Heather Graham. That's right. Heather Graham. Roller girl. I think Julianne Moore was at the Mets-Padres game the other night. She was wearing, like, Padres gear, and they showed her up on the big screen, and everybody started booing her, and she looked over, and she's like, I don't know what you want me to do, man. 
That's like you. I was going to yeah. say. Is that, uh, like same, you, I was gonna say you and Julianne Moore are in the same boat. I guess so. There you go. Are there so. any other like super famous Padres fans? I don't know. That's <laughs> a question for you. Any? I mean, uh, the hell, the hell I would know. I know? I feel like you would know, Cap, because most people know. Like I know, like the famous fans of of the the Gardos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I LeBron's really not one of them. I mean, sometimes he is. Sometimes he's yeah, not. Yeah, he, he, he's a fan of whichever. I feel like he's a fan of the team of the city he plays in because he just wants to be supportive of the city. So that's fine. Well, then why was he a Yankees fan? Because at he one was point? a dumb kid at that point, I think. <laughs> I think that was, a dumb, oh, that was a dumb move back then. <laughs> By the way, watching LeBron in that uh, documentary we were talking about earlier, the yeah. um, what's it called? The Redeem the team. team. LeBron is so cute back then. You know, pre-giant beard, pre-like balding, pre-dad of teenage sons, you know? Like when he was just sort of little LeBron. Well, he was, he was never really little, but I well, get Well, you, you know, a young is. LeBron, yeah, kid yeah, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. so cute back then. Yeah. You know, I, I, I really learned a lot in that documentary about LeBron's relationship with Kobe and how, how uptight, I'm going to say, Kobe was around everybody, but how light. LeBron was and how he loosened everybody, including Kobe up. I, if you haven't seen it yet, the Redeem team, dude, that is that is like required viewing. But he need, but they needed that balance of each other, I think, on that team. Right. They had Kobe's intensity and they had LeBron's sort of lightheartedness. Yes. And that, that's not to say that LeBron wasn't like hard working and, right, right, and yeah, serious. Yeah. It's just that Kobe was such a and again, this is my interpretation. He was such an overwhelmingly sort of uh, serious all the time kind of personality. He was a business. He was basketball was business. Yeah. But but I also feel like there there was so much um, around him at that time of his life. Oh, no and question. People were like they just didn't know how to react necessarily. But leave it to LeBron yeah. to kind of. Well, they were the surprised mood. that Kobe was interested, but it actually worked out. It was the best thing that honestly it was the best move at that time for Kobe. Because they had just come off the loss against the Celtics. You know, everybody was calling Kobe a ball hog back then. And this was like the opportunity for Kobe to be like, okay, I'm going to be part of like a real team with a bunch of superstars and prove to people I'm not a ball hog. Not just a real team, but the team representing the U.S. And, and right. you, I, know, I know you tweeted it, but um, the, the and again, I don't want to blow it for everybody. Like I've already blown Game of Thrones, House of yeah. Dragon last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, – the part where they win, which everybody understands they won. Well, everybody knows they win. Yes. Right. And then they go over and they go over to the broadcast booth where Doug Collins is. Yeah. Dude, that's, yeah, it's that's heavy. Moment. That's heavy yeah. emotional stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, you didn't give it any, give anything away, but you just now, you know. You know All right. Some guy got his and head by the way, up, right? if you watched that game, you saw them do that in real time anyway. You yeah. But I didn't remember. Why. That. Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember. Yeah. You may not have known why, but you, you know that they did that. Um. And, you know, I, Doug has a long-standing relationship with a lot of those guys. You know, Doug well, was the he, voice of the NBA for a very long time, and Doug played the game, and his son was a coach and still a coach. You know what I mean? Like, that that family has been around forever in basketball. Yeah. So. No, and he and he did a good job of kind of documenting the, the relationship that he had with those guys and why, you know, why it was so important to him. But yeah. he'd be great to have on during the NBA season and have a conversation about that because that, yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, Doug's a great guy. Um. Yeah, and when you watch that game, like you watch that Bar- uh, Barcelona, um, you watch that game against Spain, mm-hmm. man, 
Oh, dude, that thing Kobe... was so tightly contested. I mean, Kobe and Dwayne Wade saved them in that in that game, the gold medal game. Well, how about the game prior to that? In the first game between Spain and the U.S., when Kobe oh, tells when, uh, everybody, the situation dude, with Powell. Yeah. dude, I'm going right through Powell. And they were like, what do you mean, man? He's like, I know exactly what they're going to do. I'm blowing him up. And Kobe kind of um, like letting everybody know, yeah, he's my teammate with the Lakers. And I love the dude. Like, we're super close. Yeah. But I'm about to blow him up and show you guys that I care more about winning than I do about my relationship with him. Right. Damn, that was intense stuff. Yeah. Mamba mentality, bro. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And I love the reaction um, that they show of all the different dudes, like after when he, the way they edited the film and they show Kobe running through the screen and just running through Pow's chest and Pow hits the ground and Kobe's just like standing over him. And then they cut back to like, you know, more recent times and like LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and all these people are like going, holy bleep. Like, and yeah. they're actually cursing. And yep. they're like, this mother bleeper is crazy. Like, <laughs> it was fun. Like, that made me laugh. Like, that was hilarious. It's an awesome doc, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it was funny. It was really, really funny. Carlos Boozer, I thought, was very good in the uh, documentary as well. Yeah, I didn't realize how uh, how much of a role he played on that team. Yeah, he played a lot. I mean, think about it. The big men on that team were him, Bosch, and Dwight. Like, those were the three big men, basically. And there was another uh, – I'm trying to remember. What's the guy's name? Was it Darren Williams? Darren Williams, who was Dude. one of the best point guards in the league at that time. I know, but I forgot about him completely. I thought of him as being in, like, some celebrity boxing match a couple months ago, you know? Was he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think he knocked somebody out, too, I think. He might have. Uh, he was tough. There's no question about that. But, yeah, he's – you know, his skills eroded much sooner than a lot of people. But he was in the same draft as Chris Paul. Yeah, it's a great film. I mean, I really loved it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you watched it, Cappy. Well, it's your fault. It wasn't my fault. You liked it. Oh, I loved it. But I probably wouldn't have gotten to it yet until I saw you tweet about it on Saturday night. I'm like, oh, this mother effer. I'm like, now I got to watch something else that wasn't on my on my list. But How I'm many not cocktails gonna... deep were you in at that no, point? No, well, I mean, I drank earlier in the day because I was at frat parties, you know, being like a creepy dad at a frat party. Yeah. God, I've got weird pictures of me at frat parties, dude. Holding Coors Lights in my hand, you know? Prove it. No, I'm just like, kidding. You don't have to cap. I, I, I mean, at least it was Coors Light, not like Natty Light. Yeah. I would put the pictures out. I just feel like I look so fat. I mean, Coors Light is your brand. I know it is. That's why I drink it. Yeah. You couldn't have been that fat in college if you were a kicker on a No, no. I'm talking about today. Program. I'm talking about this you weekend. recently. Oh. Yeah, about yeah, this past oh. weekend. Yeah. Uh-oh. Raiders in good spot here again. Don't do this to me. I'm 30 seconds behind. I'm just saying in a good spot. I didn't it's, tell you what happened. Right now, I got second and 17. Yeah. So how be far behind spot. am I? Yeah, you're going to be in a good spot in a second. Come on, Raiders. Win give, this game. Give me a little. Give me, give me some Kevin Harlan again since you're way behind. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, wait a second. We've got flags on the field. Here yeah. comes Carr with his gray pants with the black stripe down the side. He has a chest-high snap. From the shotgun formation, he throws the ball, he's looking, and flags on the field as it's going to be pass interference against the Chiefs in the end zone, and the Raiders will have a first and goal from the one-yard line. Not terrible. What I would say, though, if you were really doing a Kevin Harlan, you yeah. he would say, uh, Carr takes the chest-high snap, looks to his left, heaves it to the end zone for Devontae Adams. It is incomplete, but a flag on the play. Right. Yeah, you need a lot more detail when you're doing Harlan. 
Heaves it. Heaves is like a good word that he uses. With the white jersey, with the black numerals on the back. Well, no, he doesn't do that every play. Oh, though. dude, he freaking, <laughs> he just gives you every detail. The silver he helmets, he yeah, the he white does. socks, the black shoes. <laughs> you can see the, the lines of the jock strap. I mean, he okay, gives you now. See, there literally you every Always. detail. Always extra. Don't believe I've ever heard him say the lines of the jockstrap. I think I think he's done that before, I think. Yeah. I'll ask him next time I see him. So there you go. Maybe I'll ask him next time I see him. You could as well. And I'm 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 curious to hear what the answer would be. He's got the long hair out of the back of the helmet. He's got the yellow mouthpiece. Mac Hollins. They hand off up the middle to Josh Jacobs. And he's in the end zone for a touchdown, and I just spoiled it for you. Just like you spoiled Game of Thrones for everybody else. Touchdown, Raiders. I only spoiled one scene. I mean, it's a pretty important scene. It's a pretty violent scene, I gotta tell you. This is like the first quarter or whatever. That's a sharp sword, George. What can I tell you? Oh, my God. Will you stop? Really sharp. Clearly. All right, coming up next, UCLA and USC have been sharp. We'll discuss their... Uh, progress next.